Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia, and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. And welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. It may not be morning for you, but it is sure morning for us. We have puffy eyes. Oh, it is sure. All the way. <laughs> oh my god, the puffiest? I, I actually so suffer puffy. from puffy eye syndrome. Right. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that's real, so I take it back. <laughs> if it is, all of my love to you. <laughs> my eyes are definitely puffy when I wake up, but it's not a syndrome. I'm sorry. It's Brenda. You're fine. Brenda, Brenda like, is so so aware of her puffy eyes she like i feel like you focus you think so much about if your eyes are puffy or not whereas most people probably don't notice probably yeah but i definitely i definitely notice them but i also see them but they, they get better throughout the day but for some reason i'm like Whoop! oh yeah you guys can't see the video <laughs> but <laughs> I, I showed you what it's like <laughs> great 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 yeah we're feeling really puffy we're feeling I'm feeling a little snotty from the allergies. I don't know if anyone else out there is suffering, but I am. But anyway, welcome uh, to you don't podcast. Care it's not. You do not. Brenda told me it sounds like diarrhea. <laughs> She's so kind. <laughs> That's what because it's the truth. It's the truth. Oh my god. I'm and not I don't love circle. you any less for your diarrhea snot. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's that see, that's good friendship right there. <laughs> that's what it is. So anyway, before mm, we get into it. Commitment. Before we get into um today's topic, me and Brenda just wanted to take a second to address uh, everything that is going on in the world right now. And obviously, Brenda and I are following things very closely and our hearts are literally, literally breaking like I can't even. But we just wanted to take a second to acknowledge that. And to the black community, we are committed to standing by you. We are committed to educating ourselves better and we're committed to doing better. And we are committed to being better allies and we're doing our best to educate ourselves in the best way that we can. So we're with you. Our hearts are with you. And um, everyone, if you if you feel so inclined, please, there's numbers you can text. There's numbers you can call. There's petitions you can sign. I've done all of the above and um, it takes two minutes. And it, it, if that's the little piece that you can contribute, it, it does go, it does make a difference. So we just want to take a second to acknowledge that. And we're going to breathe it out because we're going to mm-hmm. hopefully talk about something a little bit lighter today because I think everyone can use that. Um, sometimes a little distraction is good because it is has been very, very, very heavy. So absolutely. That's from yeah, us. That's from us, from the bottom of our hearts. And there are a lot of really great resources going around right now. I know there's yeah. actually some like free courses, which is really, really beautiful to, to offer yeah. that for free from some people that have so much knowledge and so much passion. So definitely check it out. I know a lot of people are circulating important information mm-hmm. uh, to not only make us more aware, but more educated and, and to be better allies. So yeah, absolutely. And there's some great books I've been seeing and great accounts to follow. So I definitely encourage everyone to to try to educate themselves a little bit better and go out and vote when it's time to vote okay that's my little plug okay, <laughs> that's all okay that's and now all. we're transitioning we're transitioning <laughs> we're transitioning what are we talking about today brenda 
Today, we're talking about choosing yourself. So we'll give you a little a little background on our reasoning behind this. So on Friday, we have Chelsea Colbertson. You guys definitely know her as at I am choosing Chelsea on Instagram. She is incredible. Incredible. We had such an awesome interview with her and we just learned so much, but we talked about some really, really great stuff that you guys will hear on Friday's episode, but we wanted to kind of speak about you know, we've been talking a little bit about health and wellness and it is super important to us, a really big part of our stories, but we wanted to kind of take a little piece that we didn't really speak about with Chelsea and, and her name as I am choosing Chelsea. So we wanted to talk about choosing ourselves in yeah. all different aspects because it can be really hard sometimes. We don't always choose ourselves or it's a difficult decision to do so. And, you know, there's so much in surrounding that. So that's our topic for today. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it because I feel like it's, it's going to go in a lot of different directions, but that's <laughs> like that. That's like what her platform totally stands for and I think it'll be fun to talk about. And then she talks about like a ton of different stuff on Friday, which is really fun. So, but before we get into that, Brenda, do you know what time it is? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's time for Pride and Pickle! Let's jump in. Um, let me, let me think. I should have really considered this, huh? I never considered mine beforehand. Guys, you're getting the real raw us. We you're really, getting the we real really just raw think about it on the spot. We really do, so let me just... Mm-mm-mm. Actually, while you're thinking, Brenna, I just want to point out that I received in the mail this week my... This is not my pride. Well, it could be, but... Okay, this is my pride. I received it in the mail this week. My Pride and Pickle phone case from our merch store. Guys, it's so cute. I posted it on my Instagram. It's, like, really, really, really cute. Everyone that sees it is like, oh my god, that's so cute. Which is everyone, I mean, my boyfriend and my mom and my sister, who I socially distanced <laughs> saw. Because that's all, that's all I can that's see. That's all the people. <laughs> that's all the people. But, um... They think it's really cute. I think it's really cute. So if you want any Roaring Twenties podcast merch, go check out our merch store. The link is in our my personal bio. It's in our Roaring Twenties bio. It's on our website. Like, and my other stuff is coming today. But like this phone case is so cute. It's so cute. I need to get one. I need to just, Chris told me, he's like, I don't know. You're you're pretty clumsy, babe. You're pretty clumsy. I'm like, I am. I totally am. I break everything. So my hesitation comes in, right. you know, it's, breaking my phone. Yeah, but, it's no like otter box, but it's pretty good like it's solid hmm. all right we'll consider it we'll consider it but in the, in the meantime i have a lovely pink roaring 20 sweatshirt slouchy tea if you want to be twins <laughs> press order add to cart add to cart <laughs> order up um, <laughs> amazing and i guess i'll throw in my pride my yeah, pickle since that pickle. was my pride so hopefully my pickle. pride pickle phone case my pickle is do you know who zabumafu <laughs> is zabumafu yeah the lemur you kind of look like him when you make that face. I look like Zabumafu. <laughs> I used to love that show. Same, honestly. What a throwback. I'm Zabumafu. so glad you knew who I love Zabumafu. that show. Wow, and I wish everyone else could see the face. I know. It's some sort of, I can't really explain it to you guys, but um, maybe I'll do it. But it's just maybe Zabumafu. I'll... It's just Zabumafu. Maybe I'll make it and then Brenna could do a side-by-side. Um, oh, she put it on exactly. Instagram. So you can check it out. Please, so please see. send that over to me. <laughs> My Zabumafu face. I'll do that. I don't mind. Okay, amazing. <laughs> at roaring20s.gmail.com. <laughs> no, that's um, not it. Um, I gave you a false email. <laughs> I'll just text it to you. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, that works. Um, I do have your number. You know that. Oh, I gave that to you. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> She's taking it back. Anyway, Bernie, you're interrupting my pickle. My pickle <laughs> is... Honestly, my pickle's my fucking allergies. I know I said it before, but, like, someone help me. I'm taking the medicine. I'm doing the nasal spray. This is gross. I don't know what to say. Oh, it's bad. thing. It's really bad. I don't know what to do. My eyes are red and itchy. Poor thing. It's I don't really know if you've said that before. I feel like... I just yeah, really but bad allergies, guys. Really bad. I wonder how you the heck you develop those. I know. I feel like I always kind of had some allergies, but like as in, as I've entered into my later adulthood, they have definitely my later adulthood. <laughs> in my adulthood, they have definitely gotten worse. Ugh. Well, I wish you all of the medicine. I wish you the clarity of nostrils, the deep puffiness of eyeballs, and de redness. De redness. That's a word. Anytime. <laughs> That's my wish for you. Um, my pride this week is that I finally decided to really dive into social media for my Balance with Brenda account. And I took a class by Marie Wold and it was like a, a free online training and I like did it every night this week. And I just learned so much and she said a quote that was so powerful to me. I feel like a lot of people that we're gonna have on here and have had um, are influencers. And a lot of times they mention the algorithm and I'm always like, oh yeah, the algorithm, but I don't really know the specifics of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marie really, she's a very, very successful online business coach she shared that there's the algorithm is really neutral like it's meant to benefit both people that are either you know a business or people that are just they're just trying to show people the most relatable content to them based on what they've seen and she's like it's neutral like you don't have to fall victim or play victim to that because at the end of the day if you know the rules on how to play the game then you can win the game and it was just so powerful to me because I was like huh that's so true like it's it's about being informed and then that's Mm -hmm. how that that's that so anyway I'm really glad I took that leap um because I I've already like seen my engagement go up and I just kind of chose to push away the negative thoughts and the fears and the judgment of like oh people don't give a shit about whether I'm making a smoothie or whether I care that they're working from home or like all these random or or what if I'm working out today or not like random things people don't want to hear my pep talks but then I was like you know what like maybe someone out there does maybe a lot of people do, but I won't know if I'm not consistent. Like, if there is an algorithm in play, like, I have to do all of these things for people to even see it. So, yeah, I'm happy to, to have done that. That's cool. It's always great to expand your skills. Yeah, so that was fun. Love that. Um, And then my pickle is that... Sometimes I get hard on myself for, like, having certain emotions that are similar to old emotions. For example, my... My grandma like made made a comment of sorts about how I should have gotten a bigger size in this outfit that she bought me and she was not coming from any judgmental or insensitive or anything place mm-hmm. she just mm-hmm. was saying like I I, oh man, like, I hope those don't shrink in the wash. Like, maybe you should have sized up. And maybe to someone that sounds offensive, but she really, I know she wasn't being that way. Um, and what, not that sizing is offensive to begin with, but what I'm trying to say is that I, like, got like down on myself for a second mm-hmm. um and I was like you know what let it go one she didn't intend to say anything two there's nothing wrong with sizing up and that's not really what it was about I think it's just um you know if you guys have a grandma they're the sweetest and the best but sometimes they repeat themselves a lot and I think she just had repeated it a few times where I just like hit me in a sensitive place but anyway that's okay yeah definitely 
I'm glad that you're in a place that you're able to really acknowledge it from like the outside. Like I feel like you have gotten to a place where you can see yourself as like a third party now and like assess and that I feel like that's a really great place to be in for anyone, you know, in their life to be able to take a step back and be like, hmm, okay, what is this really? How is this really affecting me? And like, what can I do about it? So totally. And I think people can be super hard on themselves for like having like, like expecting themselves to be past something. Mm. And I think Mary's cup of tea actually says really, really well that like when you have an old wound of any sort, like it's gonna like if you put salt on that wound and someone else doesn't have one and and you put salt there, like it's just gonna hit you differently. And even if you've overcome or mastered literally anything, like whatever something you've worked on like sometimes mm-hmm. you're gonna have a moment but the Absolutely. cool part is it's a moment you know and yeah, then it passes exactly exactly so, yeah. it doesn't carry all that weight and emotion that it no used to. maybe a tinge here right. and there it's, but it's like it's different yeah so Yay. so that's that that's that so on to the topic of the day choosing ourselves huh that's a hard one it's so hard. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, especially in this age. I don't know. I feel like that's something that I expect to get better at as I'm older. But I don't think, one, I don't know if that's true, that if you do get better at that, I feel like it probably bobs and weaves. Two, I feel like it is hard at this age, but I we can't be passive about that. I don't know. I agree. And I think that we have this notion... Maybe it's better now than it was like a few years ago, but this whole notion that being that self care of any sorts is selfish. Mm-hmm. And I actually released a, a single a few years ago called Selfish in that, in the like negating that for my literally for myself because I, I thought for so long, I'm like, no, no, no. And we have shared with you guys, we're Enneagram's three wing two. So our two part is super, super big on people pleasing. Ugh. And it's really hard when you feel like you need to be there for everyone or want to be there for everyone or are just you know there are people who don't even like think the way people that are like extreme people pleasers do and that's not because they don't care it's just a much less like sensitive area I think it's just like less like because actually me and Chris were having this conversation yesterday and I think it's like because his thing was like yeah if I'm helping someone like I care about my friend and I like I care about them and I I give them advice or I listen to them or whatever and then I let it go and I move on with my day and I'm like what how how could you do that like yeah I just it's just such a different it just it just lands so differently because I think that is a part of like people pleasing and like needing to like an ingrained part of us that like needs to like give their entire selves to other people and it's hard you have to find like the balance and I think like in I really admire him in that way that I know he cares and is compassionate about his friends but he can like give them his time and but not his his like soul and I feel like I give my whole soul oh I agree oh my god amen to that I I agree and that's the part that like (laughs) I feel like well if we don't talk about stuff like this then then people don't know because there are so many people out there that are just like okay yeah 100 giving you my all right now and then it's time goes by and they're not really thinking about it you know so that's it's so interesting and also can be really really hard and what have you is there anything you've done to help you kind of like overcome that or are you still working through it 
I'm definitely still working through it. Like, it's my people-pleasing part. I mean, and and needless to say, like, being a people-pleaser, like, does have its good things. Like, you mm-hmm. know, because you, I, we tend to work really hard to make things, like, the best they can possibly be and, and stuff. So there are obviously parts of being a people-pleaser that are, can be positive, but there are a lot that, like, can kind of be, I guess negative's not the right word, but, like, can, can be draining. So it's definitely something that I'm not great at yet and definitely working on and trying to be more active about. Somewhat, something that actually has been kind of shifting my perspective a little bit is like I've been listening to a lot of, obviously she's like the hot topic right now, Glennon Doyle. She, I've been listening to her a lot on different podcasts. She did one with Lewis Howe. She did one with Dak Shepard on Armchair Expert. And I just, like the whole Untamed thing and like starting to read that, like is very much about like choosing yourself and like choosing what you really like taking the time to really Mm. decide like what you really believe in and I think like hearing her and like surrounding myself with resources like that is definitely helping and I would encourage someone who's like who is who's not great at choosing themselves to like surround yourself with resources that promote that Mm because it because it is so helpful to hear her speak about that and like that it's not like and it's not it's not selfish and it's not not caring it's just really sometimes you really just have to choose yourself yeah no Um, I I'm so glad you brought that up because it's it's incredible and I think in her book she really emphasizes how like and I'm sure in her interviews because that's what her books are about but that it's it's just there's so much of what we do and so much of how we live our lives that are totally defined and shaped by someone else's beliefs and Mm -hmm. to actually sit down and think like what do I actually believe one can be a little confusing because it's like where to start what part of this is me and what part of this is not me at all it can be so tricky but at the end of the day to recognize that like no matter where you are today you are decisions maybe a bunch of them and maybe a few of them away from whatever it is that you desire or imagine and I think that she just puts there's a lot more like positive and and like information out there now about how to change your life how to change your habits how to change your circumstances but I think she just is like that missing piece to an extent that says you can do all of those things but hey make sure they're actually what you want make sure they're actually your beliefs make sure they're actually your thoughts and it's just like each little micro chapter in the book is (laughs) mind-blowing So all of the, the, I don't even know, everything to her for putting that out in the world because I think it's exactly what what people need to hear. Like she she changed her life, her everything that, (laughs) the way that she lived, the relationship she was in, everything. And I think it's it's so powerful when people share stories in such a, also a really, um, what's the word? like digestible way because I don't, I don't read super, super often. It's not, I don't know. I do a lot of other, you know, self-development things and stuff. And, but for me to like really fly through a book is, is cool. So. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I, it's so true. Like so much of our life, so much of the things we do is defined by like what other people believe is the right thing. And we just are like, oh, well that's the right thing. I'll go along with that. You know, I mean, I think that that is also really relevant to what's going on in the world and how we're brought up and how important it is to really take the time to to say okay here's the things I'm being told which things do I actually really agree with and which things do I really not and like 
we're so passive sometimes in our lives of taking the time to really decide what aligns with us and what doesn't. And like, I feel like you do actually have to like sit down and do it. Like you can't be passive about it. Totally. And I think that even in moments where you're doing or thinking or whatever, like maybe, I don't, I don't even know because I feel like when you believe something is normal or when you believe something is just the way it is, like if it doesn't align with that, You feel some layer of guilt or judgment. So can you imagine feeling that, which, yes, we can imagine because I'm sure we do that, but feeling guilt and shame for feelings that aren't even your own, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, So really sitting down and taking the time. And I did not sit down and take the time to really think about, like, what I wanted out of my life, what my Mm -hmm. goals are. Like, I didn't actually sit down and write that stuff down until after college. Yeah, Um, yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know about you, but I – feel like college is so go 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 and we talk about this often but I feel like if you are in a point right now whatever point you're in taking some time to really reflect on what you believe in what you want just that type of clarity allows you to lead your life your life differently yeah yeah and allows you to choose to align absolutely there's a quote in her book that like when I read it I like was like, yes, and also like threw up in my mouth. The quote I'm about to read, it was jarring to me because it like, so it resonates with me like that, yes, that is how I should live my life. And that is like what, how I want to live my life, I think. But like, I was like, but how, how could I do that? So the quote is, this is from Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Every time you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, Your duty is to disappoint that someone else. Your job throughout your entire life is to disappoint as many people as possible as it takes to avoid disappointing yourself. And I was like, like what? Like disappoint people? How can I disappoint people? But like, yeah, like sometimes you're going to have to disappoint people to 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 not disappoint yourself and to choose what aligns with you and like that is so such I I mean I don't know about other people but to me that is scary like oh terrifying absolutely terrifying and I think sometimes it's also to protect yourself and to protect what you believe yeah so it's and I know both you and I have probably put ourselves in situations that don't feel great Mm -hmm. for us um, in order to make it okay for someone else. And I think especially now that we are growing together in this, on this platform and in just so many different ways, like we want to bring so much good and both of our hearts are in the right place and both of our hearts want to provide so much insight and love and care. And I think that it's important for us to keep in mind that like everyone's version, like everyone's feeling when they read the book Untamed or when they come across any of its content or whatever is different. Like we are mind blown probably by all of it, but some parts more than others. Yeah. And that's because everybody's different. Like I'm equally as mind blown about that quote, but, (laughs) um, and so many others, but I feel like we all have a different experience based on where our insecurities and fears and places where we feel like don't measure up lie so yeah I I don't know it's it's so interesting because she provides so much insight and you don't you do not have to have read the book in order to know what the heck we're talking about but I hope it yeah is this it not this podcast is not not about the book it's about choosing yourself but that is a, a lot of what that book focuses on yeah, definitely. And and in a way that, I don't know, I think it's, it's just very groundbreaking because it's not in a way that we think about, I guess, think about going about our lives because 
I mentioned this very briefly before, but when we see something to be normal, like we just put so much pressure on being that way. And I think there's a lot more internal like conflict when you try, I'm how am I putting this to words? I'm struggling to do it. There's a lot more internal conflict when you're doing something that you're like, oh shit, well, that's not considered normal or like that's probably not comfortable. But when we choose ourselves, it's just so much more fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it creeps into every aspect of our life. Like what our bodies are supposed to look like, what our beliefs about religion are supposed to be, what our belief about, you know, uh, ourselves are supposed to be, about race, Mm -hmm. about relationship, about whatever it is that like we have been influenced in a way of thinking in a certain way, whether it's by our parents, whether it's by culture, whether it's by social media. Like there's so many influences from the time you're born in your life telling you a way you're supposed to think. And, like, are a lot of those things true? Definitely. But are some of them not aligned with us? Definitely. And I don't know. I wonder if, like, Brenda, if you have any, like, things that you've done to help choose yourself. Yeah, well, I think I think I also kind of got to a point where I had to choose myself or else it wouldn't be ideal. But honestly, through that, I wonder. I wonder if I would have chosen myself if I hadn't gone through an experience where I was like all right gotta take care of myself right I'm not sure I'm honestly not sure because no it's really hard yeah because I mean now yeah 100% now I have to (laughs) remind myself on many occasions and honestly my mom is a tool for me because she's constantly like she is a people pleaser but in still in a I don't know like she just is such a good reminder for me that like you need to enjoy your life mm-hmm. and like are the decisions that you are making contributing to you enjoying your life yeah. because I, I don't know I, I, it's just so complicated and what was I about to say about the last thing that you said honestly for me getting like actually sitting down and getting clear on who I am I did a lot of like identity work and I think that that's extremely powerful mm-hmm. because I'm not sure that we consider like day to day oh like this is what my my identity is and I think it's important to do identity work because when you do you figure out what it is that you thought you were and what it is that you currently embody and want to embody and what it is that you don't yeah um and I think that it gives you room for growth and room for change oh and what I was gonna say is that no matter what age you are whether you're in your 20s or beyond it's not too late to change anything oh yeah but Yeah, so identity work was really, really helpful for me. I think clarity is everything. So not only getting clear on, oh, shit, like, this is why I think this way. This is this is what led me to believe I am this way. This is what led me to believe, you know, whatever. So getting clear on that and getting actually sitting down and saying, okay, this is this is what I actually believe. And a lot of it has been I to be super transparent about myself (laughs) and allow and about certain things in the world, I guess. But Glennon Doyle's book 100% challenged me to believe, like, every system of my life. Yeah. Because that, I totally, like, I was thinking identity and beliefs in sense of, like, how can I heal these negative things I feel about myself? Right. And how can I accomplish what it is that I, I dream without having so much, like, internal turmoil? Um, but her book really, I think, challenges you to think, like, what like do I like what what is what does religion mean to me what does you know what do relationships mean to me what do I want out of this area and I think it's important to genuinely sit down and and try and figure that out and honestly because we're talking about the book so freaking much to read to read the book <laughs> read, the book. read yeah. the book yeah I feel like I'm really good 
I feel like it's hard because I feel like, not really good, I feel like I'm good at choosing and aligning with myself and beliefs on like a big scale when it comes to like my belief in like politics, religion, relationships, like blah blah blah. And like work and what I want to do and who I am like I feel like I'm good at that but I feel like I'm bad at like the day-to-days when it's like especially within my relationships of like saying yes or no to certain things I feel like I've gotten good at it in my work like saying no to things I don't want to do that aren't like necessary for me to do for like my work like doing projects that I'm not into or scheduling things like I feel like I've gotten good to be like no that time doesn't work for me or like you know I feel like I've gotten good at choosing myself in that aspect of like doing what I need to do to protect my time Mm -hmm. and um yeah I feel like I've gotten really good at protecting my time when it comes to like work and stuff but I feel like in my friendships my relationship and then like maybe like you know with other people yeah colleagues or whatever I'm not as good I'm not as good at at saying no to, like, things that I don't either want to do or, like, will, will, like, take a lot of my energy or take a lot of my time. And I think it's, like, finding a balance. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think we, I think we talked about this earlier on in the year um, when we were doing, like, our manifestation uh, episode, episode one. And we both said that I at least, I feel very uncomfortable, like, denying plans. I've gotten so much, like, worlds better at it. But I always feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, did not actually, I feel uncomfortable denying anything without an explanation. I had an experience the other day that I was just, you know, in the works for trying to consider if I wanted to learn more about a specific company, um, just for like a little side hustle. But long story short, I, we have so much on our plate with this podcast. We're continuing to grow, you know, having certain dreams and aspirations on the side, having our full-time jobs, all these things. So long story short, and she might be listening to this, so hopefully, hopefully all is good. But anyway, um, I had a friend from the past that I haven't connected with in a really long time tell me about this business, you know, and I'm like, oh gosh, like, okay, she has my best interest at heart. Let me dive in. Let me see what this is about. And then it got to a point where this past week, I've been like super busy. I've been just like working really hard to make all of these different things I'm part of feel really good, you know, aesthetically, meaning like social media wise, look really good. Just trying to check off all the boxes. And anyway, <laughs> I did not know how to tell her that this opportunity wasn't right for me at this time, yeah. that this like this new business venture just was not right for me at this time. And I knew in my heart that, and this is nothing against the company, nothing against her at all. I knew in my heart and I didn't want to admit it to myself, but I'm like, this isn't what I what I want right now. But I don't want to offend her. I don't want her to feel like I'm ungrateful for her thinking of me. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to think I don't believe in this business venture, like so many different layers. And I had reached out to Arielle and I'm like, how do I go about like saying this? Like I, this is the situation that I'm in and I don't want to hurt anyone. And she sent me something so like, so concise and so to the point. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And then she goes, but you know what, Brenda, I know you have such a tender heart. I I know that this, this actually like hurts you and bothers you. And I'm like, it does. And I also added 15 different hearts and emojis to your message and (laughs) spiced it up with my own language. Um, Because I, it's hard hard to say hard. 
people. It's really hard. Yeah, I think there's so many different thoughts and layers that we go through where, where there are <laughs> for sure people that that I know in my life that are just like, hey, sorry, like this opportunity isn't right for me at this time. Thanks for thinking of me and I wish you the best. That's not the way I go about it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm so, so sorry. I can't just like describe to you how deeply grateful I am for you thinking of me. But like, <laughs> this is what, this is 100%. And then like 15 different hearts, I try to use both the red, the pink with the two hearts and the regular pink with the swirlies. (laughs) (laughs) But it it can be hard. And I think a lot of people are in that boat too. And like, imagine that you said yes to something that you really didn't want to do. And then it starts taking up all this time and all this energy. And then you're having anguish over having said Mm -hmm. yes. And then like, blah, blah, blah. We can get in these deep, deep, deep holes and like give up so much of ourselves, our time, our energy. And, and we can be putting that towards things that are fueling us, things that are making us joyful things that are mm-hmm. advancing us towards goals that we truly do have for ourselves and it's it's hard and it's really like difficult to say no sometimes but it's also really important yeah and I've definitely put myself in situations where I've been in experiences where I'm like this is not fulfilling me but hey I st- I said I would do it so here oh, I am yeah you know And I think on the flip side of what you said, Ju, like you mentioned, what if something brings you anguish? I think sometimes I find myself, and I'm sure you do too, in a place where I'm like, oh, but what if I say no? And then like, this is the decision that ultimately brings me joy. Or like, what if it like changes my life? Or what if like, this is the missing piece? You know what I mean? Like there's, I think there's definitely areas on both sides. But at the end of the day, I think we do have that gut instinct of like, I don't want this right now or this or I this isn't right for me right now and that's okay and and knowing and and the person that responded to me she was like oh my gosh no problem like I I wish you all like truly all of the best and it's just there's I think both of us experience this I don't know or I don't want to speak for you but I I definitely experience this fear of like what will people think of me if and I feel like I'm constantly trying to protect not I hate using the word my image but I feel like it to an extent like that's. I what think it it's is. more rep, like reputation. Reputation, yes, that's yeah. a great, that's a great word. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm constantly trying to. I have this deep fear that someone's gonna like one day believe I'm not a good person or like believe mm-hmm. that I'm not a good friend and like I don't know how you come back. I don't know how, like how you come back from that. That might sound dramatic, but I'm like, what? But I am. I don't know. It's this like weird weird fear that I have. No, and I'm sure a lot of people, like, feel that way, too. Absolutely. I think I I definitely feel that on some levels. I don't think as strongly as you do, because I know that that is something that really weighs on you. But I want to just acknowledge for a second, like, we're not saying say no to, like, any, everything and everything that you don't want to do. Like, sometimes, like, you have to, obviously, sometimes you have to do certain things. Like, for example, I hate memorizing lines. I would love to say no to memorizing my lines for my auditions, but I know that I have to memorize my lines so that I can pursue this thing that is is leading me towards a larger goal that does align with who I am. Yes. And I think that that's the difference. It's like saying no, like sometimes things are annoying and we don't want to do them or uncomfortable or take our time and we're like, bleh. But like if it's a lot, if those things are aligning with what you believe in, aligning with your goals, then yes, sometimes you have to do those things. But I think what we're saying is like trying to eliminate and saying no to the things that really don't align with what you believe in, what you're trying to achieve, and who you are. So I think people can get confused sometimes to be like, well, you can't just say no to everything. Of course you can't just say no to everything. But it's making a distinction between the two. Yeah, no, I'm really glad you brought that up. I am. I I I could not have said it better myself. I 
think that we just, there are certain things that we have to do that we don't freaking want to do, but it contributes to something else. And that's, I think, the difference between doing something because it plays a deeper role in where you're going yes. versus doing something because you feel like you have to do it for someone else. Right. Well, you like, know, like I think doing something you don't particularly want to do, but it's contributing to your goal. I still think that's some, that's still for yourself. Yes, exactly. You know? Like, for example, like, I feel like we talk about, you know, obviously body and image a lot. It's something really present in our culture. But, like, let's say exercise. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to choose to exercise because you want to live a long, healthy life. And then, like, so it's, like, choosing it for that reason, but not choosing it because I'm exercising so I could be a size two because that's what I want to look like on Instagram and that's what Instagram tells me I have to look like you know it's like how are how like how are why are you doing certain things and like how are they aligning to who you are like aligning Mm. like I'm gonna exercise because I want to live a long healthy life yeah that aligns with my belief but exercising because I want to look a certain way on social media doesn't totally yeah I think that's super powerful and I think those two questions you said is why am I doing this and is it aligning with with a a greater goal of mine I think those are two key questions to reflect on great questions. at any time two really really great questions and I recently like had a, a weird reflection on that area of it because I'm like huh like I kind of want let's let's be real here ladies I have had a flat butt for a majority of my life and that doesn't make me a bad a bad human it doesn't make me ugly it doesn't make me not worthy none of those things but like where do we align with with like hey like I want I want a bigger butt like I do <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen I have been working on that and it's been it's been getting there but but that's because it's for you and like totally and not because we feel like the pressure of of someone else for sure but I feel like sometimes it's so hard to like distinguish in in this space like is this okay like is this okay for me and I think just being super self-aware and being like how like what oh this is a good question I constantly ask myself what am I willing to sacrifice like Mm. am I am I willing to sacrifice all date nights with my boyfriend, all nights out with my best friend to get a bigger butt? No, I'm not. Um, I'm mm. simply not. But like what and I think also getting clear on what does that entail? Like mm. what does that look like? How many how many squats does that look like? How many, you know, like all these like this sounds so silly, but it can no. be an example for anything, honestly. Yeah. Um, like what does that look like? How does that fit into my life? You know, like there was where, where I think it's different where often when when I was trying to achieve this much smaller body, I, I really imagined I didn't ask myself those questions and and I ultimately sacrificed a lot. Like a lot of my relationship, a lot of my friendships, a lot of social events, and I didn't realize it at the time. So I think being self-aware is everything mm-hmm. and taking the time to ask yourself those questions like what is realistic for me what what am I willing to sacrifice what does this look like what does this look like on a day-to-day week-to-week you know like little little things if, if you're in a place where you can add fitness goals into your life cool like awesome but I do think it's deeply important to think about why you're doing them because when we are passive unintentionally right when we're like oh well I should I should want to to do these things oh everybody's running I should probably you know be a runner um and yeah like are certain things uncomfortable and not fun and sometimes we do certain things for our health absolutely but I think when you're actually doing something for your health that'll probably be the answer to your reflection as opposed to if you really allow yourself to say what am I doing right now and how does that align with where I want to go and and what really makes me feel good 
That's, yes. you know, like what really makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And with things that you're doing, what value does this bring to my life? You know, yeah. it's, I think questions are the best prompts to figure, to figure things out. Yeah. Brenda loves a question. I love a question. I'm <laughs> constantly giving assignments to our friends to answer I questions. I love an assignment. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like, Obviously, this is a topic that we're still figuring the heck out. So if you're still figuring the heck it out or haven't even started down that journey yet, we're with you. Don't worry. Like, it's not too late. And we're going through it. And, like, if you're going through it, all good. Like, we don't have to have it all figured out right now. But it's I think it's important that we are asking ourselves those questions and trying to align with our higher selves in the best way that we can. But before we wrap up, Brenda, I want to know three things that you do for yourself and those can be like super simple it could be like I take a 20 minute walk at my lunch yeah. time like whatever like they're just three things yeah totally um I think one is definitely my morning routine two is absolutely exercise pretty daily I just think the music you listen to the content that you consume while you're exercising can make such a difference and put you in such a different headspace so that absolutely does that and my morning routine is super super grounding and the third thing is honestly doing this um podcasting because it is a really big part of our lives right now and we do it pretty frequently but it really makes me feel like i'm fulfilling my purpose so I love that. Those are really great. What about you, sweet, sweet Jew? Um, I would say one thing that I do, which is like super, super huge for me, is I do not look at my phone for like an hour before I go to bed. Like I put it away and I do not pick it up. She in the does, morning. ladies and gentlemen. She yeah, does. Yeah, like I wake up to like a thousand text messages, like and fine. Like I don't care. Like I do. I wish that I missed the whole conversation. Like sure, no, but it is so important for me to put my literally put it away an hour before I go to bed and let myself debrief and relax and like so and it different it depends on the time like depending on what that day is like if we're you know video chatting till 11 o'clock then I put it away right at 11 o'clock and I don't look at those texts post video chat or like whatever and I don't pick it up in the morning until after my morning routine is done especially like my meditation or breath work so and that so I then I won't usually pick it up until like eight or nine like depending on the day so it goes away an hour before I go to bed and it doesn't come into my life after I've done the things that I need to do in the morning for me so that's been like really huge because not feeling like the need to like respond right away Mm -hmm. and like to wake up to like oh my god I have to answer these 40 emails and these 50 texts and call this person so that's been really big for me um my nighttime skincare routine I take a really long time to do it Chris is always like what the heck are you doing in there (laughs) doesn't get it even though it happens Every night. Every night. <laughs> uh, Phil doesn't understand. And then my third thing would be, um, my third thing would be making more time. This is something I've been doing lately. Is like making, before quarantine, making more time to see the, spend time with the people that I really want to spend time with and making less time spending time doing or with people mm-hmm. that I don't. With people you don't. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, I think those are great. For real. And I think the first See, I one... See, I feel gonna... throwy-uppy saying it even. I know, I know. <laughs> and and spending less time with people that don't bring you as much fulfillment. I don't know. I hear you. I get what I you're saying, know. girl. It's okay. It's okay. It's What's the that? truth. Yeah, I'm working on that one still. Yes. We're working um, on it. I want to emphasize the first one because 
if any, if you guys are like me, you don't put your phone away. You just don't. So, just put that phone down. So let me, I'm, and I'm saying this because I, I actually put it in my little journal the other day that I want to, especially now that I'm really, really trying to pursue social media. It's like, it can be never ending because it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, like I have to connect with this person on social media. Okay. Oh, I have to comment on their thing. Uh, oh, I have to post a story. And I'm like doing my very best to detach from like, tip here everyone who's pursuing social media like if you post on your story multiple times a day throughout the day so it doesn't mean it has to be super long but at least uh, three times a day throughout the day you are working better for the algorithm so I'm trying to do that in a way that doesn't fully detach me from moments in my life because yes are they authentic are they what's actually happening absolutely but like do I have to am I like oh I don't really like the way I said that that didn't come across the way I wanted it to um so just trying not to let that detach but I recognize I have my phone near me all the time. And the other day I like put it to charge for a little bit and I was like, holy shit, like this makes such a difference to just not feel connected all the time or not feel like we're luckily getting more emails here together and getting more things to do. And I like feel this this extreme sense that I need to do things right away. Yeah. Um, and I really, really like struggle with that. And it's not like, oh, Julia's gonna hate me if I don't do it right away, but I'm just like, Oh, but if I can check it off my to-do list now, like, that's so much easier, you know? Like, and that goes with the simplest of things. Like, hey, can you, hey, like, we have this interview. Let's put it in the calendar. I'm like, okay, it's in the calendar right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> But isn't it so the opposite of choosing ourselves when we feel like we have yeah. to respond to everyone and everything else in our yes. life on their terms and not on ours? Of course. Do I need to answer my emails? Do I need to get things done? Do I need to answer texts? Yeah, of course. But in the morning right away when I open my eyes, like that's not the time because that's not choosing me. Choosing me is opening my eyes, letting myself get up, spending time with Ghost, spending time with Chris, doing my breath work, making my bed, like whatever those things are that I need to do, making my coffee, whatever. And then having the time set aside that that is the time to do that. And I get to choose that. And that's choosing you. I love that so much. And I can feel it. Like just so the world knows I'm a part of many of those messages that Julia gets when she wakes up and nothing no one's dying like no one is not okay as a result you know and I always and I, say that like um, if someone sorry but I always no, say that if, if if it was super urgent like someone would find a way to get in touch with me like the house yes, is not burning down that's <laughs> exactly what I was gonna say is is like if it was that bad you would know you know right. you would know um, so I think it's awesome, Ju. I really, like, respect and admire that you do something like that because I, I think so many people, especially our age, aren't. Honestly, all ages. So uh, definitely yeah. a way to choose yourself and just choose to be to be present with yourself in that way. We have an intruder. An intruder! Go away! Oh, God. We're almost done. Scared. He wants to lay in his bed. Okay, goodbye. No, he wants you to make him breakfast. That's not oh choosing my God. me. <laughs> that ain't choosing me, boy. Make yourself some oatmeal. <laughs> Make yourself some breakfast. Um, he says I make it with love. That's why. Oh my god, that's actually like really precious. What a treasure! No, no, he's manipulative. <laughs> it's not a treasure. It's him trying to manipulate. And now he's singing into him into me making him breakfast. Now he's singing. Who the hell knows? Anyway, yes. I would challenge people to do that. I would challenge people to just, like, just start for the morning. Start wake. Start when you wake up in the morning, when you shoot your eyes open, don't grab that phone right away. 
just don't. Do, yeah, if you have to, like, turn off your alarm, uh, turn off your alarm. But, like, don't open your email. Don't open your text. Like, give yourself a little bit of time. Wake up. See the sun. Like, acknowledge your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Do something for you. And then you can get to your phone. Like, I promise you the difference between 8 o'clock and 8.20 is not going to matter. Yeah, no, that that's great advice, Drew. And we hope that you guys will take this conversation and and get a little bit of insight on our brains and just really think about what feels right for you. How can you choose yourself more? What right now in your life isn't you choosing yourself and on ways you could do better in that aspect? And at the end of the day, like you're the person, you you hear your own thoughts, you live your life. Nobody else can can have those experiences. So it's important that you're taking care of yourself in, in every single way. So we hope you took something away from this conversation. We are so, so happy and proud um, and excited for you guys to get to hear more from our guests coming up. Chelsea is going to be wonderful she provides so 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 much insight and yeah thank you guys for being so supportive we would love if you do get merch like julia mentioned if you guys could tag us that way we could share it with other people in our in our our r20 community and yeah let us know if there are any guests that you guys are interested in i think you're gonna be pretty pleased with who is coming up (laughs) we have so many what is that Christopher's singing. He sings all day. I'm gonna leave it in so he can be embarrassed. <laughs> Is that opera? <laughs> There's some opera going on. <laughs> I'm dead. Wow. Anyway, I agree with everything Brenda said. We have some really great guests coming on. <laughs> <laughs> some really great, great guests. Um, we do. We do. Share the. <laughs> You guys, just so you know, we get, the way that we warm up for our podcast is we actually have this music in the background, and we meditate to Chris's opera, (laughs) and then that's where we gauge our inspiration from hearing his lovely voice. I'm literally crying. I hope that the audience can hear this. I'm leaving this all in. Oh, I can hear it, so he must be able to. (laughs) What even is that? I think he sings to the dog. We need to go. Goodbye, everybody. Share Bye, everyone. The, share the podcast with everybody you know. Leave us five stars. Leave Tell us them we're cute and funny and inspirational. And if you let us know what you think about Chris's singing. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.